All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. It's actually a special episode this week. You know, it's the holiday, it was Christmas, got to celebrate Hanukkah, for those who celebrate Hanukkah, and um, it's unbelievable to bring all of us together, us close friends, to sit down and, you know, speak about some of the success that we've seen in this business over yeah. the last couple of years, some of the challenges that we've seen this last year or two. I know all of us are in the same business, so... I'm sure we could all speak a little bit about, you know, some of the stuff we've gone through. And for the new listeners, the mortgage business, just to clarify. The mortgage, mortgage yeah, business. Yeah. Right. Licensed loan officers <laughs> is what they call us. My phone's going. NMLS 2011859. Jared, my man, you got a you got a big birthday coming up, brother. I got a big birthday, man. Number 30. Number 30. Yeah. That's right. It's the beginning to a whole new life. What's it what's it feel like, man? It feels amazing. It feels amazing to live the last 29 years with the people that I have and with the company and um you know, just seeing the, the success that I have and the, seeing what I'm capable of doing, uh, being successful is a great feeling. It's, it's yeah, you, f you know, you finished off the year strong, which is exciting. Yeah. A lot of people went through a challenging year and they kind of took their foot off the gas. Yeah. And you decided that you're not going to do that and not yeah. be one of those people. And you put your pedal to the metal. Right. And you, you crushed the last, you know, quarter of the year, which is which yeah. is awesome. So I did. Congratulations Thank for you. that, man. Thank you. This, this, December well. is the uh, the graveyard month. Jared crushed it in December. That's what I like to call it. A lot, of a lot of people you see burn and die in this month, right? Because yeah, right. if, you, if you stop doing, you know, all the work that you've done over the last 11 months or 10 months or however long, you know, you put your time in this year, right? You, December sets you up for January, yeah, February, February March, right, right. right? It sets you up for the next 90 days, the next 60 days. But a lot of people don't realize this yeah. business, the business we're in, if you stop now, you can't take it you're going to pay for it two, three, four, five months from now. Right. Even that next year, you know, especially with purchase business, yeah. well, you got yeah. people looking to buy homes. You got to put people on the calendar that whether it's a year, six months, two years, however long that time is from now, you have to nurture those people and stay right. on top of them until they're ready to make their move. So, right. you know, I know, I know, you know, Gabe, you, you've had a, a great year also. I wouldn't say great, but I would say, you know. You always have a great year, bro. You, no, make, you, I, make, you make the best out of everything, which I, is. I, I, would say, I would say as someone who's, who's like new to the business. Yeah, you're only a couple years in the business. Two years in, yeah. To have the success that you've had for, and yeah. to put up the numbers that you put up. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. It's bro. exciting. I was able to add on an assistant, you know, over the last two months, and mm. I can't wait to. This guy travels the country and meets with real estate agents. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for next year. I, I was just talking to Gio the other day, and. I was, I was talking to a couple other guys in the office, and we're, everyone is fucking excited for 2024. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's to come, what we're building, what we're doing over there. It's, it's really fucking exciting. Yeah. How could you not be? Once you get that ball rolling, once you get into a rhythm of things, it's like being in a gym. Sometimes yeah, you find it, your momentum. If you find yeah. your momentum in the gym, you're not leaving. Yeah. Yeah, you, next thing you know, two hours later, you're like, shit, I've been here for two hours. Oh. Don't forget Gio put up a few million to end the year <laughs> off strong, <laughs> too. So everybody, we, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, we in our in our circle, whether we work together or not, you right. know, finish the year strong, which is unlike what most people did. Like I said this year, whether you're in the real estate business, you know, or the mortgage business. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's also you're speaking about the gym that you brought up. Right. All of us, you mm -hmm. and Gabe, for the most part, have always been consistent yeah. or have been in the gym, and you guys understand the, the positive things. I feel like that come by doing that, and. You guys both helped me. I mean, we started together, obviously, I don't know, probably six months ago mm -hmm. for the first time in my life getting into the gym. And the last year, like when I started this podcast, I, I've been trying to preach how important it is. And I've learned this also from, you know, Jake and Zach, you know, with the Journey podcast, because their whole podcast is based on personal development. You know, I've learned so much this last year from even you guys and being around certain people that if you're not going to be the best version of yourself, mm -hmm. and that starts with, you know, the personal stuff, you know, fitness and mm -hmm. eating right, which I haven't figured that out yet. You know, right. that's one of my New Year's resolutions. Right. But if you don't start with the stuff that you need to do, the work that you have to put in as a person, you could just forget everything else. Absolutely. How are you going to be the best version of yourself or other people, which is why we do this. Right. If you can't do the stuff you know you need to do. It's, it right. starts right. it starts with up here. It starts with right here. Right. Your, your mindset, your, 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 the positivity that you bring out, 
the energy that you have. It's it is everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's how you speak to your clients, how you work with your team. And if the goal is to build a team, it's how you interact with your team, yep. mm-hmm. right? How you make people feel on the day-to-day, it is everything, yep. right? It's it's the difference between whether you're going to win or you're going to lose. And that's tough in this business. You know that because it's all, it's a mixed roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. yep. You're dealing with people, you're dealing with their problems, their life, the stuff they're going through. Right. Because if you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to yeah. do because you right. have to walk that person through whatever journey they're going through until right. you help them accomplish. Especially when you're emotional, especially emotional in any sales business. Yeah. It's, re- it's, hard, it's hard to like really put this together and, and go out there and do what you do every day and, yeah. and do the work that compounds on day to day. Right. Because right? I, I know in the beginning, you know, in, in the last couple of years, like my biggest thing has always been uh, not, lashing, not lashing out in the worst way and not, right. ta- and not your ta- composure. Yeah, and not right taking now, my yeah. shit out on other people yeah, that yeah. don't ever deserve it. Yeah. Right? And, and you don't mean to, but when you're so passionate about what you do yeah. and you're just willing to do everything you can to make it happen for someone and you just feel like there's so much out of your control, you can't help but to just want to react with your emotions. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Every right. time. Yeah. Right, right. And for, keep an even keel is kind of yeah. right. tough sometimes. Yeah. For us, I like to take in our business sales out of it yeah. because there is a point where we have to sell a loan but for the most part we're providing a service and for us it's not a pitch it's not a sales pitch yeah, like when you say sell it's explaining to them why it's it makes not sense it's not a sales it. pitch it's an opportunity for us to show them that we're an expert in our business yeah. and educate them because not everyone's educated on mortgages not like when i worked at the car dealership every i didn't know anything about cars when I got into the car business, they were like, horsepower? I'm like, what the fuck is that? Horsepower? <laughs> What's the horsepower? What, have to do with ho- what does a Tristan, car have to do with horsepower? Tristan in the audience, this guy knows about horsepower. Right, right. But when you're talking to someone about a mortgage, again, it's only really something that you may buy a house one time in your life. You may refinance after that, but you may, you may only yeah, buy a house one people, time. Yeah, most I, people, you know. And, and the questions that you get sometimes are like out, outlandish. Oh, you did my mortgages. I asked crazy questions. When you're a consumer... Forget being in the business for years. You, you, as a consumer, I, I don't. Maybe it's a feeling of uncertainty because you're relying on everybody else right. to get you to the finish line, even though you have to like qualify. And what's and what's funny is too is you know you came to me. It was like my second year of the business. Like, yo, can you do my loan? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> and I thought like, yeah, Dean's gonna be easy to work with because he gets it. Yeah. But he's and I and there were times he's asked me a question. I'm like, yo, have you looked at a closing disclosure before? Like, <laughs> how long have you been doing this for? And, but it's funny when you're wanted to make sure you were on top of your game when, when you're on the other end of you know buying anything. You see how difficult you 100%. are. 100%. I was buying furniture uh, two weeks ago, and I, I think I mentioned this to you guys. That's stressful. I Yeah, that, that's like a 300% mark markup, though. Right? Yeah, 100%. That, yeah. So I'm, bu- I'm buying this couch, and, you know, I have a dog, so my biggest concern is, you know, the dog, you know, coming inside of the house, muddy feet, the, the work. So I said to the guy, I said, look, this material right here. Just oh, you told me this story. This is great. What it, this guy made. It doesn't look stuff. like the couch can be clean. <laughs> I need right. you to show me it can be oh, clean. You, tell, you said. So I asked the guy. I was like, "Can I go take my shoe? Rub." It was raining outside, so I was like, "Can I rub it in some mud and <laughs> and put my shoe in it?" He's like, "No, let me find something." So he goes to the back. He grabs a chocolate bar, and he opens up the chocolate bar, takes the bar, and rubs it into the couch. <laughs> and when I tell you rub, I'm talking like into the grain. No, he's rubbing the couch, right? <laughs> Oh, you might have to stain and repaint the table. You're good. Don't worry. So he takes the soap, and it comes right out of the couch. The guy sold me right then and there. Yeah, that's oh, that's legit. And you bought the same couch with the chocolate stain in it? Or? No, I'm, I made him. I made him. <laughs> but it just goes to show, like, you, you're, would, you would do something like that. You're, you're difficult yeah. also when you go and buy things. Of course. You I'm also sure. the easiest to sell on, though. Like, as a sales. Oh, a sale? Forget it. As yeah. a salesman, though. Sign here. That's how it works. Best sales you put me, you sell me, you show me something, I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll take it. 100%. Salesman gets and you don't, sold. And you don't really even need it. Get sold, like you don't even need it. You don't yeah. even need it. Oh, it sounds good. Oh, I may need that one day. <laughs> I remember, because I used to go, you know, I was doing door-to-door, and I was uh, in, in the retail stores, you know, walking up to people, selling cable TV, yeah. selling cell phones. And so anytime somebody would approach me in either like a mall or they'd come, you know, ring my door for, for something... I always feel the need to say yes because I've been in their shoes before. Yeah. And I know or at least just listen to them. Listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. At least don't yeah. shut right. them down. But right. for the most part, like, I'm ready to buy. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I get what you've been going through all day. 200 right. Sure. No problem. Right. Like, can't pay, sale, can't pay right? rent, but I'll help guy guy out. No problem. <laughs> Yo, so sp- speaking, about the, speaking about the new year, um, I know we're finally starting to hear a lot of good, not good news, 
you know, you make the news how you want to make the news, but we're starting to hear a lot of positive feedback, you know, in regards to our industry, the interest mm -hmm. rates coming down. I know the Fed said he's going to cut rates, you know, maybe three more times next year. I feel like a lot of people maybe misinterpret what that means when they say they're going to cut rates. They think they're just cutting mortgage rates. You know, they cut the federal funds rate, which is the money that the banks borrow from the federal government at, mm -hmm. and now banks get to borrow money cheaper now. So, right. yeah, that means rates should come down yep. if the Fed cuts the rates next year. So right. we, we hope to think that, you know, if we continue to see the positive momentum that we've seen these last couple of weeks, rates had to move a point to point and a half already in the last month or so. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I think that if we continue to see this, we're going to have such tremendous opportunity you know, with people selling their homes, you know, mm -hmm. now that's going to create new buyers. Right. You know, people are going to want to pull money out of their homes to invest in real estate or do whatever it is. Yeah. Right. You know, I think it's going to really set up a tremendous opportunity, you know, for this for this year, and I'm, I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Um, I think what's funny is, too, is you, you guys remember when, you know, we, we were in, you know, you know, low twos, mid twos, you know, low threes, and then it went up to fours and it got up to fives. Everybody's up in arms. Yeah, right? right. Then we get to eight for and then we're sitting at eight. People don't want to take four percent and now they're looking at yeah, rates. People people yeah. were saying four percent was too high. Yeah, right. Remember yeah. we we were sitting at eights and everyone's like, damn, I wish we had fives. Remember when it yeah, went yeah, to yeah. fives, people were like course, fives. People, right. people adjust so quick, you know what I mean, to what is going on yeah. right now to when you, yeah, it was probably like a year or two ago when we were talking about that and you're trying to sell four or five percent. People are like, no, 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 that's way too high. Right. And those people ended up taking seven, eight percent because it right. got to a point where they There's didn't no have choice. Yeah, you know. So a lot yeah. of people, I think, have been holding off from putting their house on the market because of the uncertainty mm -hmm. and the volatility of the market. So they're like, "Well, if I sell my house now, what am I gonna pay when I go buy a house? What's my rate gonna be?" So I think people have been sitting stagnant, haven't been putting their house on the market. But this news is kind of changing. Over time, like it creates people to get. Yeah, naturally. it's it's all media. It changes right? people's people view on things. Yeah, people hear that, and then they just naturally. And good go and bad sometimes. Not not that it's bad. Yeah. Hearing that rates are coming down is great news. But then you get the people that are like, oh well, I'm hearing rates are going to go down. I'm going to wait till rates go down a little They're further. I'm going to wait. They're too right. dramatic. Right. With it, yeah. But that's our job. Like then I'll get someone on the phone. I'll say, hey, rates right now are at six percent. What are they going to drop to? Five percent. The difference between six percent and five percent is this. You know, but way what happens if rates go up? Yeah. But you know, if, if you look your option. if you look at your average buyer who's taking out a loan at like five fifty, maybe mm -hmm. six on Long Island, yeah. right? Seven maybe. If if you look at the difference between six and five, it's like, seventy dollars a month probably. No, it's a little bit more. Over thirty days uh, of thirty years, it, about a hundred dollars a month. It's, it, it's not I, that I would big. say a little bit bigger, but I would say that if. It, it's not that substantial of a difference a game to sit changer. on the side. Yeah. You got to educate. You guys, you got to educate the yeah. consumer. And I feel like a lot of the problems, and not problems, a lot of the, a lot of the issues with our industry is people not being educated. And that right. starts with loan officers, mm -hmm. real estate agents, right. attorneys, and mm -hmm. even consumers. There's products out there right now that allow first-time homebuyers or any homebuyer to get a 4 or a 5% interest rate. Right. There's certain government programs. Yeah. There's ways to get a low interest rate. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the last year or so, when rates were higher than what they were for years, you know, 7 8%, whatever the rates were, if people were more educated and if everybody worked together and put out the right news, I right. should say, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, I feel like it would have been a different year or two. Right. right. It wouldn't have made people sit on the sidelines that might have thought, well, well, I can get a 5% rate on that buy-down program, yeah. whatever the program the is. Right. The media goes right to just the negative, right? Mm -hmm. But us as loan officers, like you said, it's, it's not really selling. It's educating. Right. We have to educate everybody out there because if, if you don't, people are just going to see what they see on the news, and mm -hmm. they're going to get scared. They're not going to move forward. But if right. you sit there, like you said, and educate them, talk about the buy-down programs, the different programs that are available, so they're not you know, right out the gate paying that 7 8%. There's ways to – Get the five percent that they, right. in their mind, is what they wanted. Could have got you there if you talked to the right person. Right, right. You know, so yeah, I think a lot of it is really just again educating everybody um, and not really selling the product, but educating on what's available and realizing that as a realtor, as a loan officer, as an attorney, we're all on the same team. Yeah, that's so that's we a, have to work together to get our client to the closing. If you have a client that's holding off because of rates, you don't have that client. So if we explain, like, for instance, I explained to a real estate agent there's a 2-1 buy-down program. It either comes as a concession from the seller, it comes out of a little bit out of your commission, or it comes out of the bank's that, right? commission. <laughs> that they heard that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, All right, so have no, have no, have no, so have no client yeah. or have a little bit less on your pay from the client that we close. You know, there should be no question about it.
you know, and help the client ac accomplish their goal right. or have no client. <laughs> Correct. What do you want to do? Correct. Know? I feel like people don't get that because from the <laughs> bank's point of view, we've at the last, we you know, at the last second, we've given people, <laughs> right. like so if, if the deal makes 15000 right, right, the total deal. You know, at the last second, we've given people credit. ten thousand dollar credit. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So, yeah. so the bank works the for three they don't months. See that, though. We've made we made no money. They see the closing cost of thirty five thousand, so they think right. the bank makes that money. Right. We made no money to, right. to work on your loan for three months and had to pay people to work on your while loan while everybody else earned Correct. you know what they earned. And listen, that's just what we've always done. You know, yeah, I yeah. feel like the people in in the mortgage side because we. We kind of control the whole transaction, or at least they look at us like we control the whole transaction. Yeah, they they we're look, the ones with the money, yeah, so that's how they it works. Look at us, we uh, we control escrows, title, everything. Yeah, right. I think we do everything. At the end of the day, we, we control one section of the your entire yep. breakdown. Correct. People don't realize Correct. that we have nothing to do with title. Correct. The attorney. top left corner on your uh, loan estimate. That was charges. The section that's A. It. That's it. That's it. Just keep that in mind next time you call me busting my balls. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, you constantly have to explain to people, like, your Definitely. closing course, it's mainly through title, your attorney, and, like, right. you're constantly, you know, explaining other people's jobs yes. to defer, the, kind of deter them off of being on you. They think everything is your fault. Right, right. <laughs> and that's rarely the case, you know what I mean? But, um, like you said, it's just, again, kind of explaining it to them and simplifying it. And again, the patience too, you know, not just patience. blowing up, not snapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that goes a patience long is way. A huge and you realize too, like you, like, and not, not, I, I don't really ever mind, but sometimes you'll have the same conversation three, four, oh, yeah. five times. You heard, you heard me on the phone yesterday with the client in the car. <laughs> you would explain something. The payment is X yep. and then five seconds later. So you mind just sending me that payment? You mind letting me know what that payment is? Right. So the payment is, this right. is the payment. Like you want to hear something else. It includes right. your taxes, your insurance, uh, whatever, yeah, whatever the number. So, right. so, all right, so just let me know what the payment is and then we'll, <laughs> we'll close next week. What, uh, <laughs> what would you guys say is some of the most ridiculous questions you've ever heard? Oh, I man. Yeah. But, uh, I have one right at go. the top of my head. So. And is it ridiculous? Because I've asked ridiculous questions. But. Okay. <laughs> is there such thing as That's a stupid question? Not ridiculous, but something that, uh, that, Made you kind of sit there on the phone and go, what do you got? Wait a minute. Uh, I've had not just one, but I think a few people ask me um, about the pre-approval. And they, let's say, if, and they always ask, if I was to buy something less, do we get that extra cash? Yes, I've, yeah. heard that I've heard that before. So, so I said, I'm confused on what you mean. I'm sorry. That's funny. Though. So they said, well, you pre-approved us for 500000 And what if we, you know, get something for three fifty? Do we get the extra one? Like fifty? Like, right. Can I get that towards construction? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, I yes. think that, that one really took the cake for me. Yeah. yeah, you get that yeah. one. I've heard that before. Which, again, yeah, but if you being, don't know, not you being don't familiar know. with yeah. what we do, you know, I can understand I it. I you can understand it. I can yeah. understand it. They don't I would just. I'm not getting you, giving you 500000 Put them on mute, you know? laugh real quick, and then say, <laughs> <laughs> give them an answer. Listen, I want to I wanna talk about something that I think is very important because even like doing stuff like this, shooting a podcast, doing some media stuff, you know, building a brand, I, I feel personally is very important in 2023 going into 2024. Mm -hmm. And for the next several years, I think it'll play a very important role in who's going to be hyper successful in this business. Right. Um, because, yeah, can you can you do what we've done for years and just work at your desk, be on the phones, meet your realtors, get your referral partners. What's up, brother? I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in if, you know, if, if you've had a goal and you've been saying since the beginning of December that you're going to do it in the new year and you didn't just start then start to make your new habit, it ain't you're not happening. doing it. It ain't happening next year. It's all bullshit. It. You're not doing it's it. Because you, you've, you've already said in your mind, but you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again for the next 30 days. Like, I got well, two more days. I got to, yeah. yeah. So what, what difference does it make? Right. Right, it's, you're just gonna make it a lot harder on yourself to go into the new year. Now you're like, oh, putting fuck. the pressure on. Yeah, because now it's a chore for you rather than something you actually wanted, wanted to do. To. Good right. point. Yeah. Right. Good point. Hundred percent. Yeah. Joe, you feel like with your thirtieth birthday coming up, you feel like it's it's added like it's giving you a new perspective on on life or like any type of like pressure that you didn't have before. Because I know for the four of us, we put a tremendous amount of pressure on ourselves. Right. And already at a young age too. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I think you always have goals to set for yourself in by the future a by a certain age um i just always had that pressure on me from the beginning yeah from the jump you know so like 
pressure is something. I mean, diamonds are made in pressure. You, yeah, they can sound naive. Yeah. It can sound whatever it is. Yeah. But, like, I have goals. I don't have a, a certain time on it, but I'm working hard every day. Yes, I'm working harder now because I'm getting older. Yeah. But I'm finding new ways to to work hard in a different way now that working I have a child. Smart, now that smarter. I have a wife, yeah. working a little smarter, but also fucking pounding it. You know, yeah. working harder than ever to try to get to those goals. Yeah. You know. I don't think age for me is making a difference. You know, on, yeah. No, no. I got everything I want yeah. and yeah. I need. I have a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful daughter. I have a great family. You know, I'm healthy. I'm happy. You know, hap- being happy is, is what you could ask for. You got yeah, people right? yeah. that accomplished all their goals in life and are not happy. Still not happy. You yeah. know, so for me, being happy, that's number one. Yeah. You know, health is in God's hands. But um, yeah, I think another goal. I think I think a goal for me, if you, if as I'm getting older, to answer your question, would be to get closer to God, um, because at the end of the day, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to see more challenges. You know, as you get more, as you get older, more responsibility. You get, you get more responsibilities, then you have more yeah. challenges, and a lot of people try to find an answer that they can't, there's no answer to it. The answer is finding God. The answer is, you know, talking to him and, and seeing, you know, what, what happens when you start to listen to yourself and the real, the real answers that you have are, are in your head. There's no, people, people are like, how do I talk to God? People are like, what do I do? Do I have to go to church? Do I have to do this or do I have to do that? I'll, I'll never understand it. I've never you, been able you, to grasp listen, my, my hand. I talk to him all the time. You talk to him. You can look you, up and start speaking. Yeah, yeah. right, right. And there's no voice that's going to talk back that's going to say, I'm no. God and this is what you should do. That's not, that's not no. the thing. And if you look for that, you're not trying to find God. You think you're going to say something and then it automatically happens. No, you have to manifest. You, you have, have to, to manifest. Yeah, exactly. Right. You got you exactly. to take the right Manifesting steps. Manifesting is real. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What you put out there is what you're going to get in return. Right. Absolutely. Right. You keep drawing a car in your book. You keep drawing that 1998 Chevy Impala. I guarantee you one day, because you're looking at it, you're going to push yourself to work hard to get that car. You Listen, know. success is not final and failure is not fatal. It's to have the courage to keep continuing to push forward. Mm. That's where I feel like most people, you know, have a challenge in life right. because the minute that you see a roadblock or the minute there's some adversity, you know, on that journey that you're on, people tend to quit. Right. And we're not those people. You right. Know? So that's why I feel like no matter what we're faced with in life, all of us, we're always going to continue to push forward and actually accomplish what we want to accomplish. Right. You know, in life. So T- Tim Grover, um, you guys are familiar with Tim? Yeah, I love Tim, Tim Grover. Grover. Mm-hmm. He, he makes it a really good point in his there's book. There's no bar. Kick the bar out of the way, he said. <laughs> Forget raising the bar. You kick that bar out of the <laughs> way, bar, yeah. and you accomplish he everything makes, you want to accomplish. He makes it a really good point to talk about in his book, Winning, that um, success and winning is, is, is almost the, the evil one, right? Because you've got to battle it. Day in and day out. Right? Oh yeah, right. It's it, it's something that you've you've got to just reach for every day. Because yeah, like right. you said, like you know, it's it's one day at a time. Well, because people tend to count their days, they don't make their days count. Mm. And if you make your days count, and you know that you're doing the work you have to put in every single day, yeah, you're gonna face those challenges. Yeah. you're gonna deal with adversity. Right. But there's no other way to get to where you want to get if you're not gonna put the work in on a Big. daily basis. Big thing for me is is your environment, the people that you're surrounding yourself around. Yep. Like I was thinking the other day, if you put a baby in a room and you had them live their life in a room with white walls and no influence at all, no people around them, no one to tell them how to live, it would bring us back to the barbaric days. They would know nothing. Yeah. This was a thought. This was a thought of yours. It was. <laughs> they would know nothing. They would. Know, they wouldn't doing? know how to talk. They wouldn't know how to. Do anything besides walk. That's it. So I say that to say this. If you want to be successful, you put yourself around successful people. Yeah, 100%. Or or at least a little more successful than you are. Yeah. Because once you start to see people's habits that are successful, then you'll start to pick up on their habits. You know, Dean was the kid, the young kid that was always driving around in the nice car. You know, so if you were a kid that didn't have the nice car, you wanted to be around Dean. Yeah. Right? Because you were like, I want to be like Dean one day. I want to have the nice car too. You know, so it, it and that works who you surround yourself and with. And that works in circles because the same way for anybody, 
growing up, I always, no matter who it was, I mean, I always had friends that had, you know, their families had money, and we all had mm. those friends, and right. it's nice to be around that, right. but my father never loved that because right. you don't want to learn that way. Yeah. You right. know, he taught me, taught you, you know, we were all raised in similar ways, you know, tough love, you know, you got to put the work in, you're not going to get handed anything. Right. Yeah, I'm there for you if something ever happens, of course, right. yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. family, right. but there's no handouts here, and... I'm 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 blessed now looking back at life that I was I was raised that way, right. you know because a lot of these people, they get they get enabled, they mm -hmm. get whenever there's a problem I'll fix it for you or whatever it is and yeah. that's not the way to I'm not gonna raise my kid that way I mean I feel like a daughter's different we have daughters so right. it's a little right. bit different than if I had a son yeah you know but absolutely this this world is is not easy it's not and I realize that now looking back to like even when I used to bust my parents chops about certain things you know my father or whoever it was you know they were going through the same the same cycles that we're going through now right. maybe it's a different time right. maybe the world's a little more different now than it was back then right you know but it's no difference no no I, I just I look back and I'm like wow you know now I'm dealing with some of the things that you were probably dealing with of back course. then you know it's, cha it's challenging right but it's who we are you know we all have thick skin so you can't let certain. There's things. always going to be somebody that's on another level than you, or yeah. doing better than you. Right. And I was always, I was always told, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. You're in the, the wrong, wrong room. room. Yeah. You always need to, someone that can show you how to level up to get right. and get to the next point in your life. And you can't. My father always told me, never count anybody else's money. Right. Don't worry about how they got where they got. They worked hard to get there. Right. You do the same thing, and you'll get to where you want to go. Right. You know that's a fact. Right. So I really. A I, lot of people do that. And, and I, I've, been, I've, been I've, I've been guilty of that, too. Yeah, you, of you look at other people. Oh, how's he doing what he's doing? How does he have what right. he has? Don't worry about it. He obviously did something right. He's working right. hard. He's doing You know what I mean? You right. don't know what he's doing behind closed doors. Yeah, you don't or see the, the shit that's going on in his life. Yeah. What's in his head. And sometimes the only thing he has is money. So you never know. And he you might never, not generally never be happy. You, you never know what somebody's going at the dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll make the money. You know what I mean? But you got to, like you said, focus on being happy and the little things. And that's why this time of year, something I focus on is taking a step back and I was telling you that they kind of slow things down right take into perspective what you've accomplished what you do have mm -hmm. what you're going to accomplish next year yep. and appreciate the family and the friends that you have around you because bro, we're constantly moving all of us right. constantly going day by day I don't even realize I look back and I'm getting memories on my phone from six seven years ago I'm like wow yeah I'm like yeah. what the hell is going on like yeah. you know so time just flies so I think especially now that we're doing this right now it's nice it's, it's New Year's Eve and we can kind of like collect our thoughts on the year we had, what we want to do next year, and as brothers and as boys, like, yo, we're all proud of each other, but we all know we can make it, we can take it to the next step. 100%. Right, you, know? Right. you know, and to, to bring your point before, like, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, and I, I would say, you know, if if you're looking to be successful and you're, and you're looking to, you know, may, maybe make a change in a career, it's finding people that, finding people that have the position that you want to be in. Right. And, and surrounding yourself with them like I, I would say that you know the only reason I am you know I'm in the position I am where I am now is because of Eric because of John well, because of Ben you. because yeah. of Shah right Absolutely. like the guys in my office I, I think are are tremendous right, right? like they're you yeah. know everyone's doing 10 15 loans a month 8 million 9 million 10 million in volume right you see what's achievable in a down market Right, so it's like, and why can't I, you, why create, you create your own market, man? Why can't I do the same? Why can't you do the same? Yeah, same thing if you're in real estate. Same thing if you're an attorney and you're looking to take your transactions from twenty to fifty a month. Like, right. yeah. you know, it, do, doing all doing all the right things, surrounding yourself with the right per people, and asking questions. I yeah. recently reached out to Brian Carr, arguably the number one real estate Guy's a agent hitter. broker hitter. in New York. Been around a while, and I reached out to him. Not to ask him for business, not to waste any of his time asking him to go to lunch or to go to breakfast. Well, you don't think coffee's a good idea? No. <laughs> no, not for him. The guy is way too busy making money than to get coffee with Jared Thorborn right now. But I asked him, I said, listen, if you have 10 minutes, one day during the week when you're in your office, I would love to come meet you, sit down with you for 10 minutes. That's it. Just pick your brain. So he said, no problem at all. I'm in the office on Thursdays. I'll let you know. The next Wednesday, he texts me. He's like, "Come by the office. I'll be." Available. He texted you a week. He did text he you a weekly. Me that that. Then again, you hadn't followed up with him. He he just shot you a message. I, I sent him a text message after the call. Said thank you for your time on the call, even though it was five minutes. Thank you for your time. I look forward to seeing you in the future. Text me back that next week. 
I went to his office. With no follow-up, nothing. Follow-up. Went to his office. Shout out to Brian Carp on that Shout one. Shout out to Brian Carp. Um, sat down in his office. He played football at Stony Brook. We kicked it off there. It was perfect. And he said to me, Jared, while everyone else, all the other real estate agents were chasing the money, I was chasing to build my legacy. And that stuck with me forever. That'll stick with me forever. Instead of chasing every deal that we go through, every deal that we have, chasing deals and money, see the bigger picture yeah, and build your legacy. Yep. Look at your future, like what you're doing with the podcast. Like I was going to chime in on that because yeah. I, I love that because right. we know what makes money and we could all go sit at our desk right now, get on the phones, pound the phones, and I guarantee you I will be successful every month until I'm not in this business. There's only, there's only so far you get. But like you said, talking about a legacy, you know, you have to think for the future and I've always been one to think like how are we going to perfect what we're doing so we don't have to put the same work in that we're putting in every day in and day out right. you know so like you said the podcast or building media building your own personal brand mm-hmm. building your legacy which is who you are right. you know i know what i have to do to close business every month and make money but i even and this is something i also wanted to speak about you know what are some of the things we did the last year or two that we would maybe change or not do again. Mm-hmm. Like I took my foot off the gas in certain avenues that got me to where I got in my business. You know, for five, six, seven years, I smiled and dialed the phone. I took right. my leads. I was the best person I could possibly be on the phone. I fell in love with the people. They fell in love with me on the right. phone. I would go meet with them. We'd drive four hours and sit at the house and make yep. no money. Yep. You know, I thought about the future. I didn't think about right now. And when you sometimes think about not right now, how could I make money today? It just naturally comes. Right. You know, if you put in the work and do the stuff that you know you need to do, you know, over time, the money's going to come no matter what happens. Right. You know, are there, are there instances where you're not going to be successful in a business? Of course. Right. You know, but I, like I said, I did what I did for a couple of years. We know that works. We've all tried to do some different things. And once everything starts to come together, I feel like, you know, that's that's when it's really going to, you know, really going to pay off. And I'm not sitting there saying, all right, when is this going to happen or when is that going to happen? I just know that every day if I continue to put the work in and do the little things that most people aren't doing because right. you know what people are doing, right. you know, it's going to pay off. Right. And that's that's what I truly believe. Uh, and I, to, to talk about legacy also, right, is, is I don't think it's just about the work that you put in. And this is one of, one of the things that I've been really trying to work on, especially the last couple months of the year, is how you make people feel, yeah. right? And, and Mm-hmm. how they remember how you made them feel. Right. Because I, I know I've said some pretty shit things to, to people in my office. I've reacted <laughs> some shit ways yep. to people in my office and even even some clients from time to time too. And not not because it's intentional, but you yeah. know, because you're passionate about yeah. what you're doing. And yep. there's no worse feeling than having to apologize to someone that you were in uh, that you never meant to actually hurt or bring bring tears to. It right. sucks. It's a shit feeling having to you know, making somebody feel that There's way. People in the office that start crying. So it's just people like work. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a business filled with pressure. You could work for three months, and all of a sudden, at the last minute, something goes wrong. Yeah. You got families that are selling their house, buying a new house. They're on the street. Yeah. Their clothes are in bin. You know. It's you know. and it's all good points, but at the end of the day, like I've realized too, like that's not their fault. That's not their problem, yeah. right? And no matter what happens, you you know, it, in in anything you do, you know it. You can't blame somebody else for the actions, right? Once it's happened, it's happened. Right. Right. So all you can look at now is like, all right, what do I got to do to fix this? What do I got to do to move forward? Right. Well, listen, I I look at it both ways because it it is our problem and it's their problem. But like, how could we make it easier? How do we we find this? How do we solve their problem? We can't control that, you know. They missed a payment on their credit card a week before yeah. the closing. I'm talking more. I'm t- no, I, I understand I'm talking what you're more saying. so about the people that we work with, okay. the people that we yeah. come in contact right. with day yeah, to day, yeah. right? Of course. So the people that that mess up on their own behalf, and then we- I feel like we always get the back. If something goes wrong, you know, we get the backlash in our business. Yep. Meanwhile, that's out of our control. Yeah. Right. You know, yep. you could only tell somebody, you could only tell somebody something so many times, and if you can't understand the stuff you have to do like a week before the closing go buy a car or go buy yeah. furniture or whatever it is well yeah that, that's you know, things like that that's like but the pressure comes to us but no, matter, but no what matter what you get the backlash yeah 100 like, percent. again i had a client same thing i don't know how many times i knew her car was coming up i said do not lease another car 
Right. <laughs> not leasing another car. You're about to, especially if we're going into contract. If you want to get a mortgage. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're tight already. Like just wait go, 30 days. Wait That's all out. I'm asking. What happened? Went into contract. Took out a new lease. Didn't get approved. Now, it's on me, and it's apparently my fault that she doesn't, you know, qualify for the loan when we told her what not to do. And and we're still going to anyway. blame ourselves. And you're, yeah, we're still we should have followed heat. up with that, all of us. We of course, all, we all take the heat for it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, you could tell someone a million times what to do, what not to do. You can't hold their hand every step of the way. They're going to make their own decisions, and sometimes it jeopardizes their own deal. But at the end of the day, it's on us. And like you just said, right, we're, we're always going to blame ourselves, right? Yeah. Especially, too, like if you have big, um, big aspirations, big ambitions, and you want to build something, and you want to leave a mark, right? In, in your mind, you're always thinking, like, fuck, what could I have done better there? What, where, you know, could I have followed up more? Should I have checked in more? You know, did, what, what was my last conversation? Like, did I, did I not communicate it clear enough? Yeah, and then there's times where we've done everything on our end, gotten the loan to, you know, where it's clear, ready to close, but then the sellers aren't ready to move. Right. Or someone's not ready to close on, you know, with the attorneys. Or there's a, yep. t- a seller's title issue that we have no control over. And then we're still there, you know, trying to speak to that client and walk them through it and ease their mind yep. that we're going to get you to the closing. We're going to do everything we can. I ended up setting a guy up with a moving company last week. That's not in our – that's not what we do. No, but – But I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to help step. that person. Right. You know what I mean? To help him get into the home or to take the next step, even though my job's done. You know, right. I'm still going to be involved. I'm still going to make sure we care about the client. Of course. Right. Some you people know. say, how hard are you willing to work to be successful? I say, how many adjustments are you willing to make to be successful? Yep. Yeah. Because some people work hard their whole lives. Spinning the wheel. Doing the same and like are, are working the wrong way. Yeah, like a gerbil on working a wheel. Working hard, not yeah. smart. You what did J. Cole say? Congratulations. You made it a long way, but you went the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for people, like, like when I got into the business, I had to make the adjustment from selling cars and everything was today, 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 to then selling a loan and it taking a month and a half to close. Yep. And dealing with people going to other lenders and getting, you know, having an uncle. Because everybody knows someone that knows. Everybody's got a, cousin, business. Everybody's got a cousin. Everyone has an uncle that used to work in a business or did a mortgage back in 2000, but <laughs> being licensed wasn't required. So, you know. Always something. So it's always something. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, my uncle said that my rate should be six, uh, 5%. And, I, <laughs> and I'm at 6.5. And, and you said it should be at 5%. Well, what made your uncle say that? Oh, well, you know, he just thinks it's It hot. should be this. It should be, right. Right. <laughs> right. You came from that type of world too, though, because yeah. when you know you saw a lot of success in the in the finance space years ago, mm-hmm. and that was a quick transaction yeah, too. Those you know, were so coming in when yeah. I met when I met you. That's what, what is it? It's like it's a long time now. Six years ago. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah. You know when you got into the mortgage, but I'd have to be a change of pace also. Absolutely, and I and I remember saying that to you because I was same thing. I even, was even the that. restaurant thing. That's so like oh yeah, right now, right, right now, right now. And I guess when I got. You know, when I when I got in the business, I was expecting immediate results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess probably, you know, in the first couple of months, I was discouraged. I was like, wow, the people that promised me business, that told me they do this, that, you know, can come through, no one's got deals. No one's got business. And now it's you got to think far into the future right. of how, like you said, you can, like, build your, your brand. Everybody your always business. has a good conversation at the bar. Like, yeah, I got you. I'll give you deals yeah. for the next 10 years. Oh, like, great. You have know? a drink. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, uh, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. And then you come. Oh, I got somebody I use. Okay, that's not what you said last week. Right. You know. So it's like again, you end up realizing that you got to take a step back and really kind of put your head down and just. You knew the grind the though. People around you. Yeah. You, you, you knew the grind from your old business. Yeah. Business. It was the same similar, similar grind. grind. Yeah. It was just again the sale was different and I was more like rah 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 right now. Mm-hmm. And again the energy was different also. Right. So it was. It's just a different sale. Fucking you know. You scre- have to fucking screaming at each yeah, other. Yeah. I was. You know. You were like, Yo, why are you yelling at people? I'm like, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> that doesn't know what he's talking about. In that finance, and in, in can, the cash advance, people do that. People it's more of an aggressive. Yeah, they scream at the clients. You know what I mean? Not that that's <laughs> right or anything like that. We walk upstairs oh. sometimes. It's so fun. I, I laugh. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you can't. It's listen, different. It's completely different. They're very successful. You can't knock people no, who are no. very successful. You know, it's however like you're they just make. De- you're just dealing with a different consumer. Think about yeah. every yeah. self-employed guy. Some of those conversations from, are from Westchester, what you know, the Bronx, right. Brooklyn. Right. Like they all have that demeanor where if you get a little loud with them, they're like, they like, they respect yeah, no problem. Yeah. They're right. telling each other to go f themselves. Yeah. I was oh. just, I was just. Can you imagine say. us having that conversation about a mortgage? No. With Roberta from from, <laughs> from Queens in Jamaica, tell, telling her yeah, like, no. yeah. fuck you, no, no way, no, no way. 
way. No chance. Imagine no you're on the phone with a reverse mortgage client and you're like, what the fuck do you mean you can't hear me? What, what are you talking about? I think I said this on a couple episodes ago. I had a, I forget, were you there when I met Vincent Arrigo? Yes. Yeah, we got into yes. a negative. He, I was younger. I remember. I was, I was like 21 or 22, mm-hmm. 23 yeah. maybe. And I was younger in the business. And we were investing a lot of money into to, to this lead company or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I met a client and I met a realtor. And it's supposed to connect the loan officer, the realtor, and the client together. And then you're all supposed to work together. Right. So whatever. I pre-approved the client. We're working together for a couple of months. The realtor showing him a house. The realtor who I didn't have a relationship with yet. And then to make a long story short, the minute that we go into contract and the buyer's buying the house, all of a sudden, there's another lender involved. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I don't know how to handle myself because I'm, I just got licensed. Right. Um, and now I'm starting to blame the realtor. I'm snapping on the realtor, like, like, a, like a very aggressive yeah, conversation. Yeah, very like, aggressive. Like snapping on the realtor. Like I, I would never, I've never done that since. Um, I, I didn't know how to handle it. So I... I didn't understand how, like, how could you lose my client? Like, we're supposed right. to be a team. Yeah. All of a sudden, the client met somebody through the church, whatever it was, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to handle that situation. Right. And I learned fast because I guess the realtor felt bad. He happened to be a pastor, a, a gentleman who now going fast forward 10 years later, we have, like, a, we have a great relationship. He'll call me for the holidays. I'll right. speak to him. I know his wife. Right. You know, we have a great relationship. You know, we know similar people. He's came to the office we've we've and built a great relationship yeah, he's given us a ton of yeah. business you know so the point and what i'm saying is is it started off on the wrong foot and i was wrong right. i yelled at the guy because i didn't know how to control i didn't know how to handle the situation in the beginning and i learned because he must have been like all right this guy's a young loan officer because I, I said to him you know whatever i said um, he must have felt bad that you know i'm a young loan officer he felt bad that we lost the deal so right. he ended up reaching out to me i forget when it was a couple weeks or a couple months later, and whatever conversation we had, we just became like this. You know, right. we just clicked. You right. know, he was like a father figure to me in the business. Right. You know, and then, like you said, going forward 10 years later, we've done 15, 20 transactions together, right. you know, since then. You know, but I didn't deserve to get his business. Right. You know, he was in the business for years, so he knew that, yeah, this happens in the business. Right. I didn't know that that happens. You work with somebody for three months, and all of a sudden, they go to somebody else at the last second. That was my first experience that personal with that. that. Of course. Right. Yeah, I took it personal. Yeah. You know, you still take things it's like that. Of course, of course, you, of course you do. This has happen- it happened a week ago, a month ago. You yeah, work with you somebody. You take it personal. Because you feel like you've done everything you can to help that person. And you and to, have. And to be upfront with you that. Have. But that'll like, happen you with know? either a lead or a referral. And that's why I don't understand why people don't, like leads or don't attack leads because prospects turn into customers, customers turn into consumers. You have a lead, you do a great thing by them, you get them on the phone from across wherever you are, if you're in a different state, if you're in a different county, they love doing business with you, they refer you to their uncle, their cousin, their friend. Everyone loves to refer someone. So if you give them a great experience, a leader, you, you, you never like even they, met. Yeah, wants to feel like they know somebody. How good does it feel? I got a guy. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it, right? Exactly. And then he does the right thing by you. He's like, told you. You know, say you thank know, you. And it makes them feel good that they recommended right. you and you got it done. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I don't know if it's about people liking or not liking, because people like money, right? The reason we're in this mm. business is, number one, to help people, but number two, to make money, right? Right. People don't want to put the work in and the extra work and the rejection, get told no, no, no. Well, then it's you shouldn't be in that. the business because you know. that should be on the business manual when you sign <laughs> your job manual. application. <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair, though, I think, I think it's something that can be trained, though, right? Like if, if you're someone who, who's never cold called before. Or There's if some people that just can't. If you've never, but if you've never dialed, though, it's, it, it's a muscle. Yes. Right? That, and it... it it grows between, you know, day and day, day in and day out of compounding on right. each other. Yep. Right. Right. And it, the more you cold call, the more you dial, the more your muscle grows. Well, and the, the more, more comfortable right. you become yeah. with the, right. what you're doing. It's a numbers game. Yeah. You're not going to get on the phone with one person and sell a deal. Oh. It's not going to happen. Anyone that tells you that they have a hundred percent lead conversion ratio, That's is not only a ball faced liar, but they're probably. A little crazy, and you know. We've been doing leads for 15 years. Leads convert at let's say three percent. Three percent. Speak right. to somebody, so you got to speak to hundreds. Hundred people to get three deals. Not even three deals to speak to those three people. Three that potential. Three people, yeah. Three potential <laughs> deals. Yeah. You know, so it's a compounding effect. It, it takes time, man. Yeah. And you're gonna get told no, 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 no. 
And out of those people that told you no, month one, maybe month three, two of those people come back, and then month five, they. So you got to keep putting, you got to keep plugging See, away. See, that was a big I, thing. Like even like in this business, though, in in the mortgage business, now we're on the phones. So like that's it's a little easier to deal with objection when it's not to your face. You're right, yeah, in the car business, you're right. You there. would spend an hour with somebody, do a walk around in the car. You take them down to the service center to see another car, then they end up coming back up to you. At the dealership, warning numbers, and you run up numbers, then it ends up being, oh, I, you know, I got to go home and, you know, talk to my wife or whatever. So that always happens. But then when you really look at it, a lot of that stuff, your objections are probably happening at the end of the process or in the middle of the process because you didn't confront those things up front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after I got that, I have to go home and speak with my wife. Uh, to make sure that we want the car. Let's the next right customer now. that That's I took, the, first things you the next <laughs> customer that I took, I said, are all decision makers here? No? Okay, so then wait till the numbers until the dis- all decision makers. Oh, you know what? Well, I'll take the numbers now. And Okay, so if we're able to come to the right number, are you willing to take the call home today? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Or I had, a cu- <laughs> I had a couple that came in with their whole family to buy a car. They were looking at to spend an hour and a half with them. And they said, well, Jared, you know, we're a very religious family. We need to pray on the car. Oh, this is my favorite. And I said, okay. I took that objection for a second. And I said, you know what? I said, I have a very quiet room in the back that we could all go to right now and pray on the car. He said, Jared, I love that. Walked into the room. I walked into you the room. Them, right? They prayed. I closed the door. They prayed. They walked out of the room. They said, we'll take the car home today. Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank awesome. God. That's great. But what, you know, what I was going to say before was, you know, you made those people feel really good, though, right? right. You know, you respect, you respected, you know, you know their process. Yeah, and making someone feel right. comfortable. Yeah. You got to let them, yeah, their own process. Let them go about it the and way that's they want. And the takeaway is one of the most important things in yep. sales, and that's not a sale. Yep. It's when you speak to somebody and yeah. you give them the information that they're looking for, give them time to let them make their decision now. Right. Yeah, we're guiding them and giving them yeah. information that they need to know, but they're ultimately going to make the decision, exactly. whoever that decision maker yeah. is. So. Do the takeaway. Let them, now that they know what they need to know to make that decision, let them make their decision because yep. they're going to make that decision anyway for yep. themselves. I think ultimately, too, if you take the direction, like when you're cold calling, when you're dialing, when, you know, when you're just getting into a business that you have no clue about, you know, don't take it from a perspective of like, I need to make money now or right. no, I need yeah, to find a sale right now. Yeah, find, you, you know, go, go into your two, three, four hours of dialing and say like, all right, well, I've got 60 leads here. I just need to find five people that I can help today right. or that I can yes. lead down the right path. Right. If you ta- if you change your perspective in, into going attack, attacking your list like that, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. You right? have to trust the process. Yeah. But in order to trust the process, you have to know the process. Yeah. And in order to know the process, you have to have people around you that have been in the process for a while that understand you know, so we're lucky enough to have people that have been in the business for 50 years. Yeah, that we're So they've seen every type of market that there is, difficult and the best of the markets. Yeah. You know, so when you're sitting there grinding, we're making 100 calls a day, and Keith or Anthony comes up to you, they says, Jared, keep doing what you're doing. You're going to see success. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because right. I know mm-hmm. that someone successful is telling me that because they've seen they've success. Seen yeah. they, they know, they've they seen. They know that works. Correct. Exactly. Yep. Everybody wants to reinvent the wheel. There's nothing. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel, you know. When, like, like I, when I got into my business, I, I, I could say for myself, I took four or five years to to make real money, you mm-hmm. know. So I watched everybody else earn all the money, and I put my time in. I put my work in. I would be on the phones, dialing, 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 watching everybody else take home their fat paychecks. Right. And it took me a time where I said, all right, now it's my time. I got to get licensed. I got to pass my test. And even when I passed my test, yeah, that first year, that was the first time, like, all right, I, I did well now. You know, I, I did okay. You know, not for what I think is okay, but mm-hmm. that's always going to be how I am and how we all, in my opinion, should be. Um, but it takes time, man. My, my salary was $200 a week, right. you know, when I started in the business. And I had a salary because I didn't get commission on deals because I right. wasn't licensed. You know, so I came to work 40 hours to make $200. And then it, I got a raise to $300. Then eventually to five hundred thousand a week, right. and that was making no commission. And I was probably driving a hundred thousand dollar car, making five hundred dollars a week back then. And that wasn't the right way to. <laughs> that wasn't the best way to do things. But that quickly taught me that I have no choice now. I got to pass my test. You know, I'm going to put the pressure on myself. And I feel like that's also something that people don't really speak about. You know, people are, are very comfortable where they are right now for whatever reason. I am not comfortable. 
Right. And some of us have seen success. Some of us have gone through different stuff. I'm not comfortable where I am. Right. And a lot of people, I feel like, are very comfortable in the current situation that they're in right now. Right. And until you continue to put the work in and do the stuff every day, like I always say, that you know you need to do, you're never going to get anywhere. You're not. Not monetarily in business. Right. You might be a great person, and I, I don't knock those people. I have plenty of great friends in my life that they could be in a job that it doesn't take the work that we have to put in. Yeah. They don't need to work seven days a week. Right. You know, they're okay with making $75,000 a year, which God bless those people. You know, there's I, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong nothing with, wrong with that. Right. You know, people always make all these jokes. You know, I have the friend who's whatever they, a teacher or whoever it is, they get home at two, three o'clock. Those are great people. Right. But I'm not that person. Well, there's, there's, know, there's two types person. of pain. Yeah. There's the pain of discipline and then there's the pain of regret. I'd rather take right now the pain of discipline because I know that at the end of myself trusting the process and working as hard as I am, I'm going to see success. I'd rather cry in a Ferrari. I'd rather cry in a Ferrari, baby, but I'm taking the Rolls Royce coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, listen, before we, uh, before we finish up today, I wanted to speak about some of the stuff, like looking back you know, at this last year or two. I know some of us are newer in the business than some of us, and... Uh, what would you, not what would you have changed last year? Like, like I said, you crushed the end of the year. Mm -hmm. You know, you put the work in. You knew exactly what you had to do. When people weren't doing what they had to do, you were doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, you built your, when we started together, it was all leads, 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 all of us, me and you both. Yeah. And then we both started to finally dabble into other avenues of business. And you've also seen success now with getting out there and, you know, meeting people, getting big referrals, and it's a great feeling, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. to actually This year definitely accomplished that. did a lot more of, I what think. What would you have done different? Out. And then what, going forward next year, you know, what's, what's the plan? I would have did, I think I would have did more of what I did that worked, Yeah. right? The more of, again, the social media we kind of started, I started getting into. It's a long play. You know, yeah, yeah, it's a long play, but I think it was, it's more of just getting out there and spending t more time with the relationships that you have yeah. and that you've built. Um, There's always time to call your leads. Yeah, you don't have to sit there. We're always gonna, yeah, right. we're always gonna get. I'm always gonna get back to those people. We gotta you know, get that's part of it. More, but it's getting it's out there more. Yeah, and not looking at, I guess, yeah, the short term of, you know, working on the business and what we have going on right now. But six months down the line, a year down the line, building more of like a, I get a concrete structure yeah. where you're doing everything and not right. just focusing on one or two. Like an assembly line, it has to just flow yeah, no matter flow. what market it is because. I'll even chime in again real quick. I got complacent. You yeah. know, we saw so much success even b before COVID. You know, people always say, well, everybody was successful during COVID. No, I was we successful before, before COVID, right. and COVID made me complacent. I'm the first to admit it, mm -hmm. you know, because we were getting so much business. <laughs> the phone was just ringing and ringing. Yeah, we were spending so much time working and servicing those clients, but I feel like some of us, and I could speak for myself, forgot the little things you have to do every day to make sure that three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, if the market does change, how are we going to replace that business? Right. You know, so I got complacent where I took my foot off the gas in certain avenues of our business that generate business. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I did a great, and we all did a great job at servicing our clients, making them happy, helping them get through a challenging year because before this year, before, before rates were high, you know, everybody's debt ratio was 50%. People didn't qualify then. Everyone was maxed but out. Now rates are 8%. How are people going to qualify? And that's why it was a challenging year for yeah. people. Right. You know, you used to have to make whatever the numbers were. You could make $100,000 a year and buy a home on Long Island. Now that's not even in the realm of reality. Right. It's, it's not. It's not an option. Yeah. You know, so. 120 is like your bare minimum Barely. with no debt. Barely. 130. 120 you're netting five well, to 6,000 a month after taxes. every. Down. You're making five thousand a month after taxes if you yeah. make hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, six thousand. The average no. mortgage payment on a five hundred thousand dollar home with taxes and insurance 4, is four to five thousand a month. So yeah. that's one whole income if there's no the second household How's income. How does it work? Yeah. How are you gonna do yeah. it? You know, Plus so the student loans that you have. And aside you know. from your your personal expenses, right. we're not counting in the fact that you gotta eat every day and then you know yeah. laundry, all all these little things that add up to that are are part of your bills that we only see what's on your credit report when we're approving right. for a mortgage. And speaking about all this, yeah. though, that's what fuels me because ne we're never going to let ourselves be in that situation. Yeah. You know, we, like I said, th those people, the people that are okay with being where they're at in life and being complacent, they don't make those people bad people. But I just know that 
all of the stuff that we talk about, we all have the same vision, I think, mm -hmm. and the same goals, the things we want to accomplish in life. You know, I know the work that we have to put in and that I have to put in. I, I think this year, you know, starting like with the fitness thing that we recently all got into together, mm -hmm. um, that's one very important very thing important. that yeah. mm -hmm. I'm excited about, taking that to the next level. You know, doing the work that we need to do in the office and all the stuff that, you know, we know we have to do to stay consistent. You know, I'm, I'm excited about that as well. I just know that if I go another year, and I'll speak for myself, if I go another year and not gear back towards the basics, like in our business, you know, then you can't expect the results. You right, can't. Sometimes you have to go back to basics, right. and I think now's a perfect time. Yep. The rates are starting to come down. You get out there with your referral partners. You grind in the office. You set up your schedule. I made a story last week that if you didn't do your business plan for 2024, are you really in business? You know, you have to put it on the paper. You have to put it to the paper. You have to know that this is what I want to do this year. These are the goals I want to hit. This is how I'm going to hit those numbers. And if you don't know those things, you know, that's how I felt this year. I just kind of rolled with it and hoped for the best. You can't right. do that. Yeah. Right. You have to know that. I got to do this to accomplish this. And if I fall a little bit short, that, that's yeah. fine. You got to take, take the action. Yeah, you got to take the action. Yeah. So and it also starts with, like you said, your personal life, too. Right. Like, be good to yourself. Good like, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, we all beat ourselves. We're hard on ourselves, bro. We're I'm so hard, hard on ourselves. Yeah, we all, are. All four of us here. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things that we don't pay attention to is because we're constantly going through it and we're not taking care of ourselves. Right. The gym is one thing that you really stepped it up. You all of us, though. Either, yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to get to a more consistent level because I'm going – Three days a week, I need to right. be going five days a week. Right. Because when I do go, I feel so oh, much great. better that fucking day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a game changer. Yeah. So, like, that's very important. And I think that's one thing for me, too, going into this year is focus on my health as well and my mindset. Right. You know what I mean? I, spoke I, I'm, I could get in my head, you know, better than anybody. I spoke I mean? about vices uh, on the last episode, yeah. like smoking pot. Like, that was always my thing. Like, when you get stressed out. Let me go smoke a little pot because that brings you back to here, yeah. and that's not that's not okay. It's not the. I don't answer, think it's right? the. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. No. I'm sure there's things but it that are worse. Be the answer that's not time. the. That's not the it answer. Be the answer. No, that's not the answer. No, you have to learn to deal with things. Work through it. Yeah, work through it. Yeah. Right. No matter what it is. Because it'll subside if you just keep going and you just take a deep breath and just notice what's affecting your you know your mood or whatever. Right. Just attack it and keep going. Because what's funny is in the well, grand scheme of things, like yeah. whatever it is. Not that big. It's of not that big of a deal. No, no it's not. You, you'll forget. You'll forget it in a week. But, it, it'll but be the problem is, it'll it'll stop you from focusing on what you should be focusing yeah. on. Correct. And now you're sidetracked, and you're not going 100 percent where you should be, and you're thinking about something that again, it's taking up time that shouldn't be taking up that time. Right. You know. So. Well, listen. I before we finish up, I know. What are your plans, man, for next year? I know you got some big plans. You've been doing some different stuff and. Uh, what yeah. Are your, what are your plans for this year? Um, I'm definitely so this year. I really focused on um, you know relationships. So um, I'm probably I'm gonna double down on that again. You know, going into next year, and you know when I say relationships, you're really looking for good people to do business with. Right. Right. I've had opportunities to work with some people that I, I felt like that that were great agents, phenomenal agents, phenomenal attorneys, but I don't think I vibed well with them. Right. Right. And and for me, like energy and vibe when when you're working together is the biggest thing. Huge. Man. Right. Like you know, I've had opportunities working with agents that do a hundred plus units a, a year, and not that I I'm gonna say no to business, but. That my my headspace and, and and the energy that you're not going to give them that energy. Yeah, I just it, it's not worth it to me. I'd rather I'd rather take the agents that do 15, 20 a year, which it still isn't bad. Build yeah. them up and, and help you know? and help and grow help and build, build those guys. They, they appreciate yeah. what you're going to actually provide, and, and, to them. and they get it. They get the yeah. grind. They they get what you got to go through. I never got I never got that though, because some of us are and, and a lot of us are top producers in our business and. I would never treat somebody that way. No, I never. How busy I am. Yeah. Like you yeah, said, Ryan Clark called you back after a week. The minute I speak to somebody, you're going on my calendar. You don't have to follow up with me to call you next week. Right. You got to have those qualities yeah. to be right. hyper yeah. successful in this right. business. That's like automatic. And, and that's I why someone that guy. like that guy is that successful. Think that about guy. it. As busy as that person is, he took the time to reach out to Jared, remember mm -hmm. the conversation he had. And invited him to come by for 10, 20 minutes. He read his text and he right. made him a reminder. And he, you course. don't have to follow up with well, that that's guy. What I'm saying. Right. Like that's of course not. What are you doing next year? Well, I know you crushed the end of, of the year. Speaking what are, what are of relationships, like when I first got into the business, I was lucky enough to, when we went to lunch with Dimitri Roulette. Yeah. Dimitri, like, took me under his wing in a way. 
and I, I don't do real estate. We do mortgages. Yeah. But he educated me and put me on game with everything that I needed to know about the, the business and the process. Does. And then he introduces me to every one of his agents. Yep. You know, so now, like speaking of relationships, like I have like friend relationships. Yeah. You're friendly with, with them his now, yeah. team. Like we're very good friends. John, Matt, Jordan, Alexis, you know, Dimitri. We're all like a tight knit group, you know, which is really that's cool. What, that's what These people you barely know. These people you barely know for six months though have become You get you know, people that come into business, that expect business, that talk to you a certain way. You don't know me from a hole in the wall, you know. And then you get good, genuine people yeah. like that. And sometimes it's people that, again, are complete strangers that right. will want to see you succeed more than the people that are closest to you, yep. Right. you know, right. which, again, you, you see that a lot, too. And, again, like you said, we were talking about it. You get discouraged when you think that family member or that person oh, is yeah. going to get you the business, yep. and they don't. But the guy that you met for 20 minutes yep. will take the time to show you you know, how to succeed in the business. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, right. it's, you know, everybody always wants, know. everybody always wants to be on the next level, but they don't want to put the work to next level stuff. Next level. I think so. my goals for next year, though, are just using more of my resources. Yeah. I think when I first got into the business, I was a little timid to go and ask reach people yeah. for, for help. Because I didn't know everything, but like the fact know. is that you're never. It's gonna when you don't ask. Everything. It's when you don't ask for help, and then you get the answer wrong. Then people are like, "What the? F why'd you right. do that? You're right. better off asking the person. Hey, I'm not sure about this. Say right. you don't know. I even with a client, no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll be the first person to tell a client. So much more know, professional for you. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. and they respect that more than anything. And you actually find out and call right back. It's the honest answer. And then you, then if you don't call them back, then they probably reach out to someone else. But you know, that that's my goal is to use more of my resources, continue to do the things that I know work and um, not taking my foot off the, the, the gas pedal, you know, exactly. not using my time at the office. We spend a lot of time in the office. And from what we understand with other people that are in our business, they don't spend as much time in the office. So if you're not going to spend the time in the office doing what would work for you, then you have to do something outside of the office that's also going to work. But if you're going to spend the time in the office, you can't spend it an eight-hour day and be on your phone for three hours right. and take a two-hour break yep. and then come back and then all of a sudden now you're five hours in and you did Listen, nothing. Listen, there's a hit. You're doing something by being there, but you're not being productive. There's a handful of guys, and even going back to where we used to be at the old place, yeah. you know, I could name probably five or ten guys in the business that you don't need to follow up on what they're doing. Right. They, they're going to be, like like you were just saying, like not everybody does late hours in the old, long hours. You know, there's a certain handful of people and I, I would never say those people that you know that that person, no matter what they're going through in their life, they're going to be in every day. Right. They're going to be in early. They're going to be in late. They might have to go and do their thing. They will meet their clients, but they're going right. to come back. doesn't matter if it's 10 o'clock, 8 o'clock, a Sunday, no matter what it is, those people are committed to their right. business. As he finishes his tasks for the day. Listen, yeah. I love networking events. I, I love going, but those are parties. Yeah. I'm a networking machine. Yeah. I'll go and pick up my food from... A pizzeria, bring cards. Oh, you're and the best at that. On a line, I'll say, hey, listen, if I don't mean to bother you. If you and your friends or family are ever in the market for a mortgage, please give me a call. That's it. Easy, simple. Yeah. I didn't bother you. I got a call. I got a deal in right now. Someone that I met at a Jamaican restaurant. I gave him my card. He said, you, you have no idea. He said, I'm, my, I just inherited a, a property, and I'm looking to buy out my brothers. Boom. There's a mortgage right there. Free. Never, if you never money on lease, just said hello to that guy. I didn't open my mouth. Yeah. If I didn't open my mouth, if I didn't keep cards on me. Because that's our business, is yeah. that little piece of paper. Yep. Somebody calls it, Simple. that's our that's all that's our money. Yeah, approach, you know? Yeah. What about personally though? Like what about what do we I like personal. I like right, so real quick, personally and then we'll finish up today. Aside from the gym, aside from like your mentally, mentally, your, mentally. Your, yeah, right, your normal right, thing. Right, right. You know? Right. What right. what do you what, what's the question? Like what do you what do you want to work on personally? Like what what are your goals personally for twenty twenty four? Like we get it, like you, we wanna eat better, we wanna we wanna do the gym right, but Become, like, what do I want to do? I want to become the best version of myself and whatever that takes, whether it's... But what does that entail? What 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 can you work putting, on? Putting, putting the work in every day. There's a list of things that I have, whether mm. it's... We could talk about all of them. Fitness, mm. eating, work, you know, getting up early, you know, doing things throughout the day that you know you need to do, setting a schedule, mm -hmm. um, time blocking, not saying I'm at the office 12 hours, there's nothing to do. Mm -hmm. I used to go to the office at 7, 7.30 in the morning for years. The last year or so, I haven't done that. But the last five or six years, when I did that, I always had something to do. Mm -hmm. I would send 100 emails. I would follow up with referral partners. you got to really just put the work in 
in all avenues of everything. And I can make a list of all the stuff I want to work on, but I want to become the best version of myself so I can give that to other people. And that naturally allows other people, not allows, helps other people to be successful in all avenues of life. And that's not just business. Yeah, yeah monetarily, I want to see the most amount of success I could possibly see. But being happy, being the best version of you, you know, being like they all say online now, a hyper successful individual. Right. You know, that's the stuff that I, I'm, I'm working on right now. And I started working on at the end of this year. And I'm going to continue putting the work in. There's things I have to change today. And I'm going to continue doing my best to make those changes. I can't stand like the new year. New Yeah, I have goals for the new year, things that the minute that the first of the year happens, it's just a mental thing. I say I'm not going to do those things anymore. But I've already started to work on those things. You know, it's not just like, hey, January 1st hits, and now I'm a new person. That's you're full of shit if you think right. that's ever gonna happen. Right. We were just talking. We, 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 we were just talking. Right right I can't stand when you almost get arrested. I'm gonna change next week. <laughs> no, the last six months I've been manifesting all of the stuff I know I need to do. I've started to work on them. Yeah, I'm making mistakes every day, but now it's at the point where that's my excuse for like the first of the year. Yeah. All the stuff I'm working on now I'm gonna really put it into play. And right. you got to get right with yourself. And hope mentally. for the best, brother. It's a lot. A lot of it's luck, man. We yeah. can put the work in, but the harder you work, the luckier you get. The and yeah. a lot of it's luck. Yeah. A lot of it's luck. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do everything I can to be successful personally for my family, in business, and for everybody else this year. That's my goal. You know. So love it. That's, that's what I got next. Gabe, what's your personal goal? Uh, I touched on it before, but really, we, were, we weren't listening. Maybe. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Just focusing on uh, how I make other people feel, yeah. right? It's right. it's like a big thing for me. I'm constantly apologizing for my actions, and quite frankly, I'm tired. Of <laughs> you apologize, right? Um, I want to I want to always, you know, make other people feel good. I want to make people feel appreciated, and um, I want to I want to do more of that. But don't let people take advantage of you. All right. No, that's that's. Don't key. let people take advantage. Oh, yeah. I feel like people the nice mis- guys. Yeah, feel like people yeah. misconstrue the construe the two things, you know. You can only do so much for certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody's, I don't want to say it, but not everybody's a good person. Bro. <laughs> you know, you're right. a great person, but you can only do so much to people that you might not get the energy that you expect sometimes. And, you know? and to that, though, and, and I... How do you perfect that, being okay with that, you know? And That's what I think. One of the right. best advices I ever got from an old mentor of mine is people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. Mm. Right? So whether somebody deserves it or not, yeah. at, at the end of the day, you know... I, this person doesn't know me. This person doesn't know anything to me, right? So all I could do for that person is yeah. show them, like, hey, I'm here for you. Hey, I'm appreciative yeah. towards yeah. you. And that t- person doesn't accept it. No harm, no foul. I don't have any, you know, I don't have, I don't feel some type of way about that person. That that person just, you know, not meant to be in the circle and not meant to, you know, get the best energy of myself. But mm-hmm. I don't need to, I don't need to be around that person. Yeah. But I definitely don't want that person to ever feel that I made them a certain way because then I'm the bad guy. All right, um, boys. Geo, G man, what do you got, well, man? I mean, this year I'm I want to be a machine. You know, just go back to just routine. Um, pay attention to the little achievements. Appreciate the little things, whether it's spending time with my wife, my family, or when I'm in the office. Again, every just every aspect of what I'm doing, just be hyper focused on it. Creating our own environment. Yeah, creating my own environment. Just not paying attention to the outside noise. You know what I mean? And just laser focused, man. Set bulletproof this year. That's what I want to be. Right. Well, well some boys, I appreciate your time again. I'm glad uh, we could sit down. My camera died. All right. I guess I'll circle. I guess I'll circle back. Well, listen, guys, I appreciate you coming to sit down today. I love all four of you, or four of us. <laughs> Three of you guys. We know you love yourself. <laughs> yeah, you have to love yourself. yourself. You damn right. Self love, bro. Self love. Self love, man. Self-love. You gotta get right with You're yourself right, before you, you can get yourself. anybody else right. Exactly. That's true. So. I appreciate the time. I hope all of us, I know all of us are going to crush the new year. And uh, hopefully we could uh, roll with this again soon. Gentlemen. We love you. Happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Uh, Stay dangerous.